Hey there, podcast listeners. Exciting news. My new audiobook, The Short Book Formula, a financial professional's guide to writing a book in six weeks to attract ideal clients, is out now. And the best part, for a limited time, we're offering this audiobook to you for free. Hurry over to www.theshortbookformula.com and claim your copy now. And now, on to our show. Hey everyone, this is Paul McManus, the host of Million Dollar Producer, and I am here with my special guest, Matt Zagula. Matt Zagula is the author of the Forbes best-selling book, Smart Retirement, The Strategic Movement Around Retirement Taxation. And today, typically I'll, I, I host these uh, podcasts myself, but today I have my, my, my partner in crime, my business partner, Joanne Hanane who has flown into our Zoom room all the way from Hawaii to help um, me to uh, host today's episode. So welcome, Matt, and welcome, Joanne. Aloha, everyone. Aloha. And, you know, um, Joanne and I have had a chance to get to know Matt over the past couple months pretty well. And even though we've never met in person and we're in three different geographies, what we've done is we've been on Zoom over the past couple weeks, um, typically with a glass of wine. So this episode of Million Dollar Producer is going to be filmed with wine in hand. Um, do both of you have uh, the appropriate beverage? <clears throat> I, is, this, um, is this acceptable? What about you, Matt? It is. I, I don't have wine, but I've got a, a pretty healthy something here. That's his drink. That, that, I've got tequila. That's, that's going to do. So I want to start off with what really stood out to me about who you are and what your story is. Um, and we'll get into different topics, but the first thing that really stood out to me was this, this thing I heard from one of our mutual clients about you having contributed to creating over a billion dollars of revenue for um, a very prominent insurance company. Can you tell us what that's all about? Yeah, you know, I, there, there was a group of advisors that I was very, uh, that was, I coached with Dan Kennedy. And uh, the company, which was a distributor of product, they weren't a manufacturer, meaning they weren't an insurance company, they were a marketing organization. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when, our, when, our, when our time was done, we, we didn't break up well, you know? So uh, the reason that's a, pretty, that's a verified number is it was in the, um, well, let's just call it the divorce paperwork. How about we say that? When we, when we were divorcing and ended up in the courtroom, uh, that was their number, not mine. So you know, the, the, uh, the, the sales growth was astronomical. Uh, the folks were fantastic. Um, and uh, I think that uh, that's what happens whenever you have the right people, you have a well thought through process, and you have people who are fully committed to learning and following that process. So yeah, you can have extraordinary results. And that group was about a group of 80. So it wasn't like some, you know, you know multi- hundreds or thousands of people that was 80 motivated people doing the right things and uh and they did it man you know it was them but uh they were fully participating and they were they were in it and they they weren't fooling around and uh, they had astronomical results over what period of time was that um that would have been uh the sales growth was uh benchmark year to year but i i would say that that really was a three year uh, a two and a half year um that two and a half year period that, that we saw that kind of growth. I mean, some of them were, were unbelievable. We had a, one advisor that sticks out and he was just the quietest guy. 
one time he walked in and I was almost looking at him like, who are you? You know, and uh, finally he sat down and he goes, you know, when I started, I was doing about 12 million bucks a year of annuity business with uh, also with uh, safe money asset management, AUM. So his combination was bringing in a million dollars of new assets a month. And he said, you know, I'm at 96 million. And, and, I, and I kind of paused and I went, what? You know, so I had to go verify it because I'm like, is he BSing me or is that legit? Right. So I go and sure enough, he was that big and I was shocked, you know, and, and it, it, it gets to be one of those things where, you know, I, I'm developing concepts, I'm developing sales systems and processes and, and there are people that are literally implementing them way better than I did and having bigger monetary jumps in their productivity than I had my own, my leaps and bounds in that case. So that, I mean, that to me, that's just striking, you know, over a billion dollars of increased revenue. I mean, I guess maybe I need to reframe this uh, podcast as the billion dollar producer show, you know, you've just broken yeah, the you know, million here, million there, and it starts to add up over time. You know, it, in your role, working with these 80 people over a few years, creating that kind of growth in hindsight, what would you attribute? I mean, what were those lessons learned? I mean, I mean, that's significant. What were some of those, those insights that you gained as a result of helping them achieve that? Um, you know, and, and, and I don't, and I think it's really important for me to say that it was Dan Kennedy and I that did it, you know, <laughs> we worked side by side and uh, we, we're a very unique blend and we became very close. I consider him a, a close friend and I, he's a client of mine and a, wonderful human being, you know, somebody he's, he's on the short list of five on my, on my left hand that I would call if I, I really needed help. And I feel very confident he would be one that would jump right in and help me. He's just a wonderful human being. He is a little prickly, like he positions himself. That's not a lie. He can be a little difficult, but you know, I, I think that if you had to create a, a, a hit list, it's number one, you know, know what you're hunting for. You know, if you don't know what you're hunting for in your you know, you're using social security as your hook on Monday and on Tuesday, you're going to do premium financing. And at the end of the week, it's going to be, you know, the, the Tarzan plan or this plan or that plan. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't, those, you know, the, if, if you don't know where you're going, you're never going to get there. So if you, if you suffer from shiny object syndrome, um, you're going to be a failure. You need to understand who you want to work with. And then you have to have a methodical approach to the yeses, and you've got to have a methodical approach to the noes. And if you don't do both of those, you'll never be as successful as you could be because the yeses are the easy ones. That's what we all want. But the, the real million dollar solutions folks is going to be in how do you get the noes to realize they made a mistake about you and turn them into a yes. So it's a, it's a multi-step process in understanding that. But first and foremost, if you don't know who you're going after, you're, you're never going to get to where you, you need or want to be. Now, you mentioned Dan Kennedy as, as part of the, the reason that you were able to accomplish your results. And as, as we've talked about, Dan Kennedy is, you know, I've, I've studied many marketers and, and, and whatnot, but Dan Kennedy is, is my, my, my current guru of choice. I mean, so he's, I think, brilliant. Um, haven't had the chance to meet with him in person, but I've studied his courses and concepts and I think he's a master marketer. So if you would give us a little bit of the backstory um, about how you got to know Dan Kennedy. 
I, I hear that there was a, a, a Bentley involved. Yeah, so um, anyways, be, 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 before I, I, of course, I was a, a long-time student at Dan's. You know, I basically invested in every GKIC product that came to the line um, that he sold, you know, to understand not only his copywriting approach, his marketing funnel approach, his mindset approach. He, he really is brilliant. I mean, it's not, you know, as far as guru a choice to study, he's, he's a good study. Sure. Um, a lot of advisors don't feel that these direct response marketing guys can translate into our industry because of their heavy use of testimonials. Hmm. Um, I think that, that the reality is, is that the program that I did with Dan and the um, records thereafter prove that that's incorrect. I mean, you can certainly translate <clears throat> direct response marketing um, techniques into uh, extremely profitable financial um, results for a financial advisory firm. Uh, <clears throat> the biggest thing is I think it's it's just not direct response like selling a George Foreman grill. That's what the, the mind says, you know. It's a very uh, elegant approach to filtering yeses and nos and being very persistent in your follow-up. So um, bottom line was I was looking at uh, developing an online program, um, developed a relationship with Frank Kern, and Frank and I are, uh, you know, he's a great guy. You know, I paid like everybody else to meet him. I went out, we were about the same age. Um, he's more crazy than I am, but I'm crazy. So we had that in, in common. Uh, it all started at a Mexican restaurant, ended up at a Bentley dealership. There were details in between that are <laughs> under lock and key that I'll never share. And uh, the Bentley got shipped back to my place in uh, West Virginia. And I didn't really remember it supposed to come, but it did. It was a lot of confusion. And um, long story short, I, I had landed this opportunity with this large marketing organization to do some coaching and realizing that this was going to be a year or multi-year deal. Um, I felt that I needed a, a, a solid top level marketing professional to work beside me. I wrote Dan a six page letter mm -hmm. uh, that shared a bunch of details in the picture of the Bentley. And it was written in a very, uh, story-like uh, way, and he said, that's interesting, and he faxed back to me and said, uh, I'll meet you at this casino, and we uh, met at a casino, and, and we sat there and talked about what this was all about and decided we were going to partner up on this venture, and we were exceptionally uh, successful at it. Well, that, that's, that's, that's very impressive. Now, you're also the author of this fine book here, Smart Retirement, published by Forbes. Um, what is Smart Retirement? Why did you write it? And what is the master plan? Well, you know, that it's, that's an interesting uh, book because it is a true Dan Kennedy byproduct of something that he has said time and time again with my own personal twist on it. And one of the things that he always says is that a book can be your very best salesman in print. And in his context, what he means is that when you are the author of a book, you are taking an authoritative position on the subject matter contained therein, right? It's a, you know, the word author actually is in the word authority, you know, it's, it's pretty congruent. So, uh, but, you know, here I wanted to do something different where I made the centerpiece of building authority to concept. To the whole idea of strategic movement around retirement taxation, smart retirement, the strategic movement around retirement taxation. 
And then I did what you know most advisors don't feel they have time to do or want to do. Uh, you know, I went to the patent office and I got it trademarked for real, and then I got it registered for real, and then I, uh, you know, more, I created more than just the TM that I I'm fond of using. You actually got a real R. Yeah, I really, I actually really did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Not nice. that thing you do. Hold on, I'll give you proof. Hold on. Command two, command two for TM. <laughs> but I use Mac. It's it's real. There it is. Yeah, so, Very uh, nice. You know, but um, and, and the reason is is that yeah, I think that especially with advisors that you know I work with a lot of advisors, they get tired. Everybody's pitching them. Oh, you're going to do this. And I'm going to double your production. I'm going to do that and double your production. It's a lie, you know? Um, so what I wanted to do is I really wanted to methodically do things step by step by step. And I didn't want to make the authority transfer to me individually. I wanted to transfer it to the concept of this is the greatest political window of opportunity that we will ever have as advisors to teach and get behind and be recognized in our communities as the tax aware advisor to go to. And it is such a powerful positioning that there is no more powerful positioning than anyone can have than to um, be the person in their community that can be that tax aware advisor because tax planning is a prohibited type of positioning, but tax aware planning is not. And I know this because I've tested this in, in wording with directly to FINRA in, you know, presentations and things that, you know, tax planning is for CPAs and attorneys. And that's, the, that's the truth. And that's the right way that it should be. And no advisor should hold him or herself out as a, a tax planner. They're not, but we have to be tax aware in the advice that we give, you know, the understanding of tax deferred to taxable to tax free. Um, everybody knows that diversification is important until it comes to those three things. And then we're overloaded. So it's just about education, and then it's about preaching the, the merits and value of tax diversification, and it's powerful positioning. So I wrote a book so that someone could give that out, get the mind, you know, momentum in that direction, so instead of someone had to go to a prospect and try to pull them, they could just get behind them because they were already going that way, because they were already feeling that way, because they've already done the studying for themselves and, and, and started a belief system that that was, was true. And uh, that's what that book's about. And I've done a really good job there because I don't get people calling me and I've got thousands of books that, that get uh, distributed every month to uh, hundreds of advisors around the country who give it out. And uh, the success stories are pretty astronomical. We know that this year alone, there's, it's attributed to so far since, uh, Let's see, March, April, since April, $70 million of new business, which is pretty good because we asked the guys to put the cases that they attribute to the book in there. Now, some of them won't. Sure. I know that there's a couple that were giant cases and they don't want anybody to know that they did it in the community because they're really, know, whatever. But um, you know, it, it's been very successful as a salesman in print in front of an advisor who wants to talk about tax awareness and tax diversification in this unique political window of opportunity that we now have. That's fantastic. And that, you know, I think that's, that, that was immediately what I loved about first meeting you, but then also seeing what you stand for in the messaging, the positioning, as you said, that you're getting out into the world. 
is that, as you know, we've, um, Joanne and I, we focused our LinkedIn um, business development efforts for advisors around the idea of tax mitigation, reduction, some sort of tax um, going down. And we've had tremendous success in targeting qualified prospects, whether they're high income earners or affluent business owners and bringing them to the conversation. And where we find that people don't do as well, it's not getting the conversation, it's how do you move a, a prospect, if you will, from that initial interest in conversation to now being a client. And the gap that I saw um, before we met was that they lacked this type of ammunition. They lack this type of authoritative ammunition because, you know, as you said, it's like, you know, putting this book out, very specific, all the bullets that an advisor needs to um, make the case, but not themselves in the Forbes published book um, makes the case for them, right? And so it's not pushing anymore. Now it's starting to pull people into making, saying yes, um, because it just makes sense. It, it's it's Dan Kennedy's magnetic marketing, you know. Um, it's it's a lead magnet that that uh, really um, it, it, its job is to pre-indoctrinate sure. the prospective client with the concept that that being smart and looking to strategically move around retirement taxation probably a good idea. So you know, if you get somebody, whether that's 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 percent of the way there. You know, you're not pulling them along and, and them building up sales resistance. What you're doing is instead getting behind them to try to show them the steps of implementation mm -hmm. rather than trying to sell and convince them. They've sold and convinced themselves. Now, it is important to understand that the book opens up a few different planning options. One of them is life insurance, which mm -hmm. is a wonderful product if it's properly positioned. But the other is, you know, simple things like Roth conversion or funding a Roth. Roth 401k. It's just being aware of more tax-free planning opportunities. So you don't want to get pigeonholed into one um, solution. You want it to be to the discretion of the advisor. So I, I really carefully tried to do that. When I talk about my own plan, I share with them exactly what I do in the book, but I almost become their case study example. Sure. <laughs> instead, of, instead, of, instead of being this authoritative person, I'm the test dummy. So that they can say, ah, oh, look at this dummy did, you know, here's what he did. And you should probably do the same thing, you know? So I think that, uh, I think from that perspective, the book was very well, uh, well designed as, as a salesman in print for the idea of the strategic movement around retirement taxation, smart retirement. Now I, um, I respect your savviness as a marketer. And one of the things that I learned from talking to you is that unlike most people that publish books, is that, you know, if, if, if I want a book, I'm going to go to Amazon, right? And I'm going to buy my book on Amazon, probably on a Kindle. Um, would you recommend someone that is curious about this go to Amazon and, and, and buy your book? Sure. We could go to Amazon right now and look. That's just, I mean, let's go see how much is it on Amazon. <laughs> how much is it on Amazon right now, Paul? Let's, let's look. I'm not sure. I don't think it's $26.99. Um, I, I don't know actually what it is. I mean, do you want to check? Yeah, yeah, I'll pull it up. Yeah, let's see. Let's see how that goes. There'll, there'll be some for sale because sure. um, some of the guys that buy them decide they're going to offload them on, on Amazon. That's how they pay for my other programs. By, uh, All right, here so we go. Is. So on Amazon, ooh, hardcover from $49.95. That seems pretty reasonable. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. 
I'm still mad it's forty nine ninety five. For a long time it was over a thousand bucks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I checked it was like a hundred ninety five dollars or I something. I would buy like that, that one for forty nine ninety five to get it back up to like a thousand or something. <laughs> um, but the reality is I control all distribution. So if if somebody wanted to buy the book and they're they're a uh, they're an advisor, I'm going to drive them to uh, smartretirementbook.com. So I control all distribution, Paul. You know, and Joanne, I I don't I don't want those on Amazon. You can find it everywhere. It'll be on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Target. You just can't buy it because well, yeah, yeah. And, and the last time I checked, it was something like hundreds of dollars to buy a new copy of the book, which is like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Are you trying not to sell books? Is this the, <laughs> is this the plan? <laughs> I'm trying hard not to sell books. And the reason is I, I want to give the authoritative information as a distributable report or a distributable asset to my advisors, not, not to Amazon. Amazon's not doing me any good. It's not doing them any good. Mm -hmm. um, so what we want to be able to do is to control the distribution of the book as a messaging tool for advisors. Perfect. So we just literally an hour ago or 30 minutes ago, um, finished uh, a webinar that you invited us to for um, your community of smart advisors. Can you tell us a little bit more? First, can you tell us a little bit about who your community of smart advisors are? And then secondly, why did you invite Joanne and me to, to talk to them? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, my, my, my community of, of folks, I have a program where people buy a, eight books a month for me. It's my, my most used program. I encourage these folks to give two books a month out. I give them online resources, training videos, everything that you would expect if you were to hire a very high-end coaching program but without any cost. It's just all included for purchasing the book. Uh, my email system, my email wow system is fantastic. There's videographic assets. Uh, there's a lot of tools to get people interested in tax diversification. And, and the reason I made it so attractive is I do think this is a limited time opportunity. You know, taxes are on sale until they're not whenever we know it reverts back on 1231 of 2025. So January 1st of 2026, if people say, well, you know, do you think taxes are going up in the future? That's kind of a dumb question. They're going up in the future. It's just how much they might go beyond that in the future. But, you know, it's, it's not an if, it's, it's a certainty. Um, so, you know, I wanted to create a program where I can make it really easy for people to get high quality resources that were well thought out because this is all I've been thinking about for, for a number of years and how to, how to, how to take advantage of this political window of opportunity. The reason I specifically wanted to work with Joanne and you, Paul. I, I noticed that you said Joanne's name first. I did uh, on purpose to, to make it to hurt you because you see, you know, I don't know if you remember this, but you said on the video, we love the smart concept and we like Matt. I'm thinking, no, I think you love the smart concept. We like Matt, and we love Mark Matt's marketing. Oh, we today. love the marketing. We love the book, and and we like Matt. I'm like, who says that? What, right? What so I'm trying to say is that you're more than just a pretty face. I mean, fair enough. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so you know, what I want is I want people to be cognizant of what Dan taught me, which is that in marketing. You have to be omnipresent. You've got to be everywhere. 
You got, you got to know who you're marketing to, and then you got to put yourself in a position where you're swirling around them. So you're, you're doing seminars. They're, they're getting referred by people they know. You're in the clubs and, and community that they're in. They, you're around them. And, and, and today, you know, the, the big boys, the adults in the room, when they do social media, they, they do LinkedIn. You know, if you want to go find an ex-girlfriend, go on Facebook. Other than that, it's really not worth doing. I mean, it's not a marketing place. Maybe it's a marketing place for marketers who want to convince people to be marketers. But in reality, the big boys uh, and girls, they, they play on, on LinkedIn. And they're there to find, and, and a number of them are there to find information. And I've learned from the two of you that, you know, um, 41% of all millionaires are on LinkedIn. So, you know, we got an affluent professional audience that that's where you want to communicate if you're going to communicate on uh, on and in social media. So uh, the reason I brought you two in was because of your innate ability. You've proven it to me, not only by spending time with me and me looking at your copywriting, which is very good, and your ability to market the message out, which I've looked at very closely. I know uh, I knew a number of your personal clients before I decided that I want to become their client. Um, and uh, I know their results because not because they're telling me like, Everybody says, oh, I'm doing great. I did millions. And then I find out they haven't. But, you know, I know all of the marketing organization owners, so I know if it's true or false. And the folks that you're working with are legitimately top producers. And, and their production has increased as a result of the services you provide. <clears throat> so it was a natural if you mix that information in the smart book and you create a method to distribute the book through uh, social media marketing on LinkedIn with the adults, then uh, ultimately you're getting a great way to utilize the book in a fashion where people actually raise their hand and say, I'd like this information. And that's what great direct response marketing is all about. With LinkedIn, the great thing is that we like to say we can reach all of those 41%, uh, the 41% millionaires from the seat of our office chair. How many events have you been to where you've actually met a cross-section of viable prospects? And so from the seat of your office chair, you can reach an extraordinary amount of qualified people. Yeah, yeah no, and, and, to, and to, to add to that, um, Joanne and I have a joke about, um, what is it, the, um, the essential oils lady, right? <laughs> clients in addition to advisors we work with co business coaches and consultants and one of the things they're often taught to do is to go to your local chamber of commerce you know go network there and the funny thing about that is that they do but then they come back and say yeah so I went and I, I was meeting with the essential oils lady wanted to sell me something so how do you move beyond the essential oils lady to actually have you know your perfect avatar your perfect audience whether it's going to a seminar that you put together which is great or whether it's simply from the comfort of your home um, you know, assembling this um, audience for yourself. Well, and, I'm mm -hmm. sorry, Joanne, please, please go ahead. I was just going to cap that off and say the key to that is that we're going to st start that relationship on LinkedIn and take it off of LinkedIn. And to be realistic, everyone, there's no magical bullet on any social media platform, but relationship building and nurturing trust is always going to come into the equation. It's just how you do that using the tool and um, 
you know, so we, we love, we still love to take that relationship building off of LinkedIn. That is one of the keys to the success. Yeah. And, and, not, yeah. Not, and, and not to muddy this up with some perhaps uh, muddiness, but I'm going to, you know, it's probably true that, that there's a, there's a, 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 a reasonably large number of people who met on match.com who ended up happily married. You know I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the, the reality is, is that, that, that the social media platform, the online platform, helped them get offline. And I think that's what you exactly. teach. Exactly. It's not BS. And, there, and no one else does that. Everybody wants to make it online, online, online. That's not true. You know, there, there's nothing wrong with using an online resource to start a conversation. Mm-hmm. But if you keep it conversing constantly on, on online, it's just meaningless chatter. But if you, if you consciously and professionally pivot that offline, at the appropriate time and in the appropriate way, now what you have is you had you know you have online marketing leading to offline conversations that's leading to real business, and that's the key. Exactly. Beautifully said. You know, it, and it, it's a combination. So, so there's a couple things there. One is that I think that's the biggest um, the mirage or the um, the mystery that a lot of people that are online don't get is that, you know, a lot of people we talk to prospects, they're like, well, you know, we, we're on LinkedIn, but we don't get that much in the way of results. It's like, well, what are you doing? And they're just trying to keep it online, 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 thinking people are going to come find them, um, where we very proactively and intentionally encourage them to use it as that first initial tool, um, but then very, at the right time, move them to whether it's a Zoom meeting like this, whether it's an in-person meeting, ultimately, people do business with people. And we have to have a conversation now with tools nowadays like Zoom. I mean, we've never met in person yet, although we will soon. Um, and so there's a combination to doing it. But ultimately, the real question is, is how do you establish trust, build relationship effectively? Um, and that's where it's all yep. driving towards. You know, and, and I think that that leads to an interesting conversation. Uh, the reason I got on here is because we had a common friend. Sure. You know, and that commonality and friendship, that connection there, so, so to speak, led to us connecting sure. and so you know in and that was a strong connection so that made it easier on youtube yep. um which would not have been easy with me had it not been a strong connection which you, you could have still got me and i'll tell you how so i'm going to give you guys something i haven't really talked about before with you but i think it's really important and it's something that's not from dan kennedy but i spent some time with uh robert cialdini mm. the uh of influence. Yeah, one of my favorite books. Uh, interesting because um, I spent time with him because I hired him to come speak to a very small group. He had flown from the um, uh, Berkshire Hathaway annual meeting with a you know tens of thousands of people in a stadium to a small room in Cleveland with about 70, 65, 70 people because not everybody always showed up. There was only 80, mm-hmm. but it was pretty well attended. But you know, he gets in there and says, this is it. I'm like, yeah, he's like, because we paid him. He's not cheap. Mm-hmm. And uh, we spent some time, man. I, I, we drank a couple uh, beers together and uh, really, really, really liked him. But what I, what I learned from him, from Cialdini, was th- how the mind actually starts to develop bonds. Hmm. And, and one of the things, you know, one of the things that definitely does it is something called the signature effect. So, uh, you know, the compliance of people not missing their, their medical examinations in Europe, where their socialized medicine is so great, right, um, that, are, that people think they want. And then all I, all I do is keep paying my, my paid physician, my executive physician, because when that happens, I'll never be able to get to see a doctor. So I keep bribing him with cash. 
But the reality is, is that, you know, they don't show up because they don't have to pay. So the only way they can get them to comply, compliance was horrible. So there was cancellation, no, not even cancellation, just no show, right? So the signature effect was something. But I, we talked about something else I never talked about ever before until now, <laughs> which is, you know, how do you really, if you're communicating with someone cold, what would be the way to do that? Well, number one, if you could share with them a media that was proving or helping to prove your point, it's very helpful. Now, that's not the book, but I have created a sketch video hmm. that's pretty effective in about four minutes and 30 seconds to give you a general overview. So if we think about, you know, someone responds to something, if we can have a, a general thing that helps them hear things, see things, and think about things in videographic marketing, which you two are both expert at, it gives them a chance to think things through in general. And then you get on like this. And now it's personal. It's like we just met, right? So we go concept video, personal video. And now what we want to do is create physicality. Hmm. The reason that people be like, Matt, why in the world haven't you turned your book into an ebook? I mean, it'd be so much better. No, it wouldn't. And the reason is, is because of my conversation with Cialdini, which is, you know, that is almost the equivalent of a professional, appropriate physical touch. I, 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 I've given you information for you to think about it. I've talked to you about it. We've had some commonality of agreement that this might make sense for me. And now in the mail, all of a sudden, here's this, here's this book, right, that you sent me with your, hey, hope you enjoy this book. Call you in a couple of weeks. We have you scheduled on this day. You know, Paul. And then all of a sudden, you know, here's this, this physical thing that you can touch. It's real, right? So now we start to get, we start taking things from this, you know, everything digital world to this now physical world. And then we go from there. We start building a real relationship. But it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a physical token of reality. And it's important. It's awesome. I know, I know Dave also talks a lot about, um, sending the, I forget, what's it, the shock and awe package, you know, sending the books and the, <laughs> the different things as part of the, the sales process. Well, it is kind of funny because Kern, who's, you know, he's a great guy. Frank's a great guy. So, you know, he, he, but he, uh, you know, he, he was the master of online marketing, except for when you think about what he does, he sends a physical newsletter. <laughs> I mean, he's considered like one of the greatest, if not the greatest online marketer, right? But doesn't deliver his product as an online product at all. It's it's sold online, sure. but he gets it offline and physical as quickly as possible. And you Absolutely. know why? Because the retention rate when it becomes a physical product is astronomically higher. Hmm. We have a saying around here. We like to activate the U.S. postal system. Yes. This, this is one of our, our secret LinkedIn strategies. <laughs> Not a secret anymore, buddy. Yeah, I know. It's going out. Um, okay, so Finalish question. Um, so, Joanne, this question is for you, Joanne. Um, we just wrapped up our, our our very first more clients, more fun VIP retreat um, in Hawaii uh, this past February. Ooh, yes, we're already planning on doing our next more clients, more fun VIP retreat in Hawaii um, this next February 2019. And Joanne and I were, you know, thinking about okay, well, last time we had um, Frank Wagner as our special guest. Um, he's with Marshall Goldsmith, Staple Listener Coaching, the co-founder. And we're thinking, okay, who would be a good kind of, you know, headline guest for us? Who who should we do? And you and I both came to the decision that why don't we invite Matt? So 
first question for you, Joanne, is why not? I mean, you know, what's, what's so special about him? Well, apart from, let's see, test driving Maseratis and Teslas, he would be a really good person to do that with. He'd be really fun, don't you think? Apart from that, we love the smart brand. We truly love the way that his concepts and the marketing savvy he brings can apply across the board to our coaches, consultants, and advisors. And it's a beautiful uh, melding, if you will, of you know taking taking um, princip timeless principles and bring them across industries. It's not just because you're an advisor, you're not just because you're a coach, but really what's the mindset that we all need to have. And his call was likely one of the most popular calls in our community that we've had in the last three years. I don't think it was likely, Joey. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it, was it was absolutely yes. the most popular Number one. call we've had. Yes. Now, Number one. <laughs> now, 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 I want to ask the same question to you, Matt. So, you know, you've just gotten to know us. We've never met in person. You know, I mean, Joanne's all right, but I think, you know, really you like me a little bit more. I do. I do. Um, you know, what, why is it that you're willing to, you know, you're, you're an important, influential guy. You, you know, you do a lot of, you have, you have uh, friends like Frank Kern and Dan Kennedy and others. Um, what made you decide or to, to, to come out to Hawaii with us? Yeah, you guys are real people, man. I mean, I, I think that and, and you're, and not only are you trying to do right by your client, um, you are doing right by your client. And likely you've learned how to do right by your client by doing a lot of stupid things quickly, <laughs> which is making you really smart because that's how smart marketers are, uh, you know, become very successful. You, you try things and you deploy things and then you honestly tell your client whether they were successful or not successful and the things that aren't successful, you learn as much as the things that are. And I think that you guys have deployed and pivoted and fixed and, and, and tried and tested and, and, and are constantly trying to improve. And although it is very cool to, you know, uh, play the role of we're very savvy at automation, which you are and, we're very, you know, we're, 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 we're productively lazy or some of your other BS. Ambitiously yeah. lazy. The, 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 re the reality is, is that the two of you are hardworking folks that, that put the hours and time in to making sure that, that your clients are um, getting the most value. And I respect that. Uh, that's why I'm coming, because I respect the two of you for being professional enough to know that, that you're only as good as the last result of your last client yesterday, you know, and, and once people forget that um, or think that, uh, you know, they, they've somehow ascended beyond that, they become super not cool to me. So there's a lot of people that are famous marketers. If they said to me, I'll, I'll send my private jet and fly you out, I wouldn't go. Now you two, even if you can't pay for me to come, I'm coming because I like you two <laughs> <laughs> no. Hopefully you'll sell it up. I don't have to buy my own ticket, but if I do, I would because I'll buy you a I, beer. I, I, that's, buy me too. And, and I only drink Don Julio in 19. Oh, yes, <laughs> we know, we know that. But um, we, you know, I, I, I will tell you that it's because of your integrity and your care, and I think that that's you know genuine. The genuine nature of people is what matters. And and if somebody you know there's there's a number of people, and I think this is really important about the people watching. There's a number of people because I've, I've gone about three minutes here that have dropped off because they find this fluffy. 
guess what? The people that are still on the line, those are the people you want to know. Because you know what? If you don't realize that what matters in life is the people you associate and surround yourself with, the process that you build and hold yourself accountable to, you'll never get to the profit. So those guys that hung up that this isn't worth their time because they're busy, they will never hit the level of success that the folks who stuck around till now will because it's about people, it's about process, and it, that does lead to profit. And I know that's from the TV show, but the damn guy's spot on. It's right. I mean, he's, he's, he articulated it better than anybody, and he's, he's spot on correct. You know, it's about, but it starts with people. You got to surround yourself with the right people. All right. Well, thank you so much, Matt, for, for your time today. Um, you are our official third, you know, it's like, I keep on getting, I keep on getting, uh, you know, slack for this. Like, you know, I, you know, you're, you are our official third guest for the million dollar producer show. And I told that to my, my last guest, Alex Somkin, who's a mutual friend of ours. I said, you are the second guest. He's like, second, what? Not the first. And so hopefully you'll appreciate that. We esteem you to be our third guest on the million dollar <laughs> show. Thank you so much. Well, let me just tell you something. I, 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 wait, I know both of your first two guests, okay? And I'm still number one, and you can tell them both. <laughs> well, how's this? You'll be, the, you'll be number one on the new billion-dollar producer show. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. It's been a privilege, and I, I hope that uh, some folks uh, got some value out of today, and, uh, you know, I really appreciate the relationship I have with you.